Confidence can be one of the cornerstones to greatness. I do have a couple uh, what fors about that one. You guys like stories? I like stories. I think I'm going to start with a story. Anyway, I was on the way to school this morning taking our little totally awesome young lady to school. And uh, she was playing the radio loud. She likes to play her totally awesome Christian music loud in the morning, you know. she There's a lot of good songs on there. So we're hammering along, and I said, can I turn it down just a touch? She goes, sure. I go, it helps me think. And she goes, what you thinking about, Dad? And I just told her, well, I'm thinking about being totally awesome. I go, don't you ever think about being totally awesome? she goes, that's being a bragger. And I thought to myself, this is not what I want to teach my kid. That bragging, that confidence is bragging. Or thinking about being awesome. Or letting your dreams shine within you is wrong. Because it's not. People... We need to dream and think about being totally awesome. That's part of life here. Uh, It will do you good. It will do you better. So I told her, confidence is not wrong. Uh, Yes, there is a time when people are overconfident and it really does not work out well for them. But, that being said, being confident and, and thinking about being totally awesome and thinking about best case scenarios and thinking about what you can do to step into your greatness, is there is nothing wrong with that. And that is teaching people that it is wrong or somehow unethical to step into your greatness to be totally awesome and to think about how great you can be is atrocious. So ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, I am giving you permission to think about being totally awesome, to step into your greatness. That doesn't mean that you need to be overconfident. Confidence is fine. Just keep yourself in check, that's all. I was told one time by a boss of mine, oh, don't be too confident. Well, I'll tell you what, I was doing just fine till he said that. And it was something I was, uh, you know, whatever. I was just trying to make him not worried, but I made him worried by saying, I got this, you know. Anyway, sorry to go off on that. Little story time for you there. Welcome to the Poultry Homestead Podcast. I'm glad you're here. This is where we talk about inspiring moments, uninspiring moments. And, you know, we kind of have a cult around uh, chickens and quail and geese and ducks and guinea hens and all that stuff and gardening. Speaking of gardening, man, we did a hell of a lot this weekend on the garden. So anyway, my uh, super homie, brought the tiller over and on Friday night my wife says you know we might have time to till that garden up so we picked an area okay now I did no 
mathematical calculations to our seed to garden plot ratio. Okay? I didn't Google nothing. I didn't do anything. Whatever. What I did is I said, here's what we're going to do, hon. I'm going to take the crops we want the most of. And then I'm going to take the crops that we're not so sure about. And the crops that we want the most of, I'm going to plant those and just go from most wanted to least wanted along the garden. And if I run out of space, I run out of space. We can do a few containers because I got all these stock tanks that I use as chicken brooders that I can fill with dirt. We got all those. So what I can do is I can do container gardening on, on those things which I still want them, but it might be easier to do lettuce in a container because it's higher. And just start there, do it with that. And I might do that when we get back from vacation because we're gonna be going on a big vacation here soon. Less for, less, less to deal with, you know? <clears throat> so I got her planted and I, plant, I started with corn. Then I went into the squash because I know I can store that. So then I got a bunch of squash and then uh, uh, after that, we did, oh, jeepers, what was it? Like melons and stuff like that. And then after that, I did tomatoes and then peppers. And I got a few other things like beets in there. Just kind of snuck those in. You know, they're, you know, you plant them so close. So I thought, well, hell with it. I'll just, you know, plant those, get that done. And then got everything. And I mean, this this rototiller that my buddy borrowed me, it goes on my subcompact tractor. And what I did is I spread all of the uh, compost, not all of it, but a good bunch of compost, probably a three-inch thick layer of compost on top of the yard. And we put it where there was grass, by the way. So I hope we hammered the shit out of it and that doesn't come through. But anyway, because when you don't want grass to grow, it grows. And when you want grass to grow, it does not grow. I don't know if you knew that, by the way. Anyway, so we got all this awesome dirt in there. We got her all mixed in, got her all tilled up. And I started going at her. Got four rows of sweet corn. Pretty excited about that because everybody loves sweet corn season. And uh, yeah, so that's all the stuff we planted. And uh, I got a bunch of container gardening to do. I have packs and packs and packs of leftover seeds. It's just kind of our preliminary year, so we're testing out a lot of things. I have a lot of stuff I started, put my tomato plants in coffee cans and cottage cheese containers. Uh, my buddy gave me these racks that he's not using this year, so I'll see how I like them. And uh, I put them upside down that way, uh, anytime I drape a frost-free uh, blanket over the top of them, it holds it up off of them, which I have that on there right now because the next two nights we might get some frost, and I don't quite know. Um, so we're looking at that, and that is going really well, and then I watered the living shit out of that garden last night, and uh, we're hoping to germinate some seeds. I'll throw a little water on there today or tomorrow. Uh, ground temp uh, with the sunlight might be pretty good. There's plenty of wind to keep it cooled off, but uh, I think the corn and I think the squash and all that stuff should be looking pretty sharp. 
So uh, right now it's 46 degrees at 8.41 in the morning. Uh, we're looking pretty good there. So anyway, that is our preliminary garden, our first garden at this property. There we go without a hitch. I got everything in pretty nice rows. Uh, I, did, I ran a string line. I got everything labeled with little wooden lath that we use for kindling in our wood stove, which by the way, our wood stove, we've been cranking that up a little bit too. So that's been real nice. But uh, that garden tiller, let me tell you, you know, the thing about that is, is it's an expensive garden tiller that you only use for a few minutes because it works so well. <laughs> I mean, it, it cuts your job literally into a tenth of what it would have been with like one of those hand ones. So I'm pretty excited about all this, but I don't know how uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be weeding the garden by hand because I'm not buying one of those little ones that goes between the rows. I have enough room for it. If I ran into a good deal, I might use it, but for right now, piss on it. I'm just going to do it by hand and do my best. So that's what we'll be doing there. So the garden's planted. I got, oh God, I even have cucumbers in there, which I'm excited about too, you know, because uh, I, I like cucumbers. I mean, I could just literally take a cucumber, wash it, and eat it as it sits. That's how much I like them. Also, these squash, you know, to be able to store those. I did not do potatoes. I have potato sets. I might be able to do some of those in a container. I might just do one container full of potatoes. I don't know. What do you guys think? Think it'll work? Uh, I got uh, some rotten ones, not rotten ones, but I mean some growing ones in the basement uh, that my awesome mother-in-law gave me, which by the way, yesterday was Mother's Day. So we uh, made planter boxes for my wife. She uh, made the driveway gate very ornate and beautiful. And we got the planter boxes on the driveway gate, which is going to be just totally awesome. And she bought some very beautiful flowers to throw in there. And by the way, all you mothers out there, I hope you had a totally awesome Mother's Day. Thank you for everything you do for raising the good people of this world. I mean, man, being a mother and having your motherly instincts and doing what you do, I mean, wow, it's definitely not comfortable. It's definitely not easy, but uh, I have a feeling that we have a lot of good people in this world and they are here and it is all because of you mothers. Um, you know, the, the news and the media, they like to show the not so good people of this world many times and they like to uh, give us a vision that there is no hope and that there is no uh, stepping beyond what we are. But trust me people, step into your greatness we are great people uh, just because 50 people are rioting downtown anywhere doesn't mean that the one and a half million that are watching that are like that you know what i mean uh, the majority of people are good trust me it's it's human nature to be good you know just because people are tweaking out on drugs and rioting that's that's not you and there are some lost souls, you know, and we do need to give grace to some of those lost souls, you know, whether they're into drugs or stealing or have doing something wrong. And sometimes you need to give yourself grace, too, because let me tell you, um, I've done plenty of stupid shit and a lot of stuff I regret. 
And in order to step beyond that and step into something great, you just need to say, fuck it. I forgive myself for that. I'm not that person anymore. I'm getting better every day and step into something great. So anyway, we got the little chicks outside now uh, in their own coop. I need to put a little bit more perch in there, I think. But uh, those little chicks are just having a ball being out in their own chicken yard now. And uh, they are with, with Miss Delaware, the outcast of the original 11 that we have. And uh, Miss Delaware is uh, kind of afraid of them. She doesn't pick on them at all. She doesn't have a mean bone in her body. But uh, she doesn't hang out with them either. <laughs> so we're figuring that out. And uh, yeah, lots going on. Man, lots going on. Now we're just getting ready for uh, vacation here. Uh, I'll be on vacation a week from today. I will not be podcasting on vacation, so I will be sorry for the five-day lull on my podcasts, but uh, you folks will get over it, and you'll find a different one to listen to. Um, Like I said, step into your greatness today. If you want to connect, Ziggy underscore 519 at yahoo.com. Also, Instagram. I have billions of Instagram listeners, and... uh, I really appreciate you guys. You guys are totally awesome. I love your all your chicken stuff on Instagram. It's great, very inspiring. And you know what? I think the good chicken people of this world, the real good chicken people and poultry people and homesteading people of this world, there's a lot more cheerleaders than there is haters. And that just says something about this poultry and homesteading culture that we have, is that you guys, are totally awesome and a very positive outlook on life. So I appreciate all of you. Let's keep up this good work. Let's lift each other up. Praise God. Thank you. And you know what? I better get going. I got shit to do today. Anyway, have a good one. <laughs>